0: This is the We Are Outdoorsmen podcast, built by outdoorsmen for outdoorsmen. Presented by Herod Outdoors and Max Luer. Oh,
1: top, line.
0: top line just got
1: this. Yes, there it is. <laughs> okay, that was my pick. There we go. I oh, hope she does it again. Welcome back to another episode of the We Are Outdoorsman podcast, presented by Harrod Outdoors and Max Brewer. The special coffee is flowing, and we're ready to go. Good grief, he's a—he's a, he's on a, high
0: gear. He's on a roll. I man. think we should cut off the coffee. Yeah,
1: well, special coffee is doing pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, I understand. It's about that time where we need to start thinking about some hunting. We we don't talk a lot of hunting recently, just because. You know, you go in the seasons, and it's well, fishing time. It's time it's to time, fish. Time to fish. But it's also time to be preparing to go. Absolutely. Shoot a big
0: game and fill the freezer. Yeah, absolutely. Now's the time to plan. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. so that's what we're going to talk about. Especially
0: uh, getting ready here, to plan. here in the Northwest, you know, uh, in the month of May is the time that you need to put in for your points or if you're actually going to try to draw a tag to put in for the drawing. If you're not barred. Unless, unless, unless
2: like, you've got a black list. mark against your name.
1: Yeah. or Bobby's yeah. on the black list. Yeah. Bobby just donates. yeah.
0: But this is a time, you know, and, and like for my brother and I, since we like to try every other year or so to try to hunt a different state, this is a time that you need to think about putting in for preference points. Yeah. Even though you're not thinking about drawing, there's a lot of things to figure out, especially if you're going to go somewhere far, far, you know, where, where are you going to stay if you've never been there before? Even if you've been there, you, you need to have some idea of, um, you know, what you need to take along. So there's a there's a lot of work to do right now. And let's not forget, you need to get in shape. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah. So, you know, this is the time of year that I, I really start thinking about seriously trying to work on my fitness in addition to planning for where we're going because, you know, I am older. I, I know you find that hard to believe. <laughs> britain (laughs) i am older and it takes a little longer you're just old just old (laughs) so i I can't just two weeks before i go just you know hike a couple hills and call it good it usually takes me about three to four (laughs) months to sort of get where (laughs) i can i can conquer the hill Uh. but uh yeah that's that's some things to consider about uh right now both um you know if you're gonna if you need to draw a tag and then Know getting yourself in shape.
2: Oh, absolutely! You know, there's the the whole uh, hunting out of state thing is is a big issue. You know, it's the it's like we talked about with fishing the difference of catching a fish and not catching a fish, or catching a limit and not catching a fish. You know, there, there's a lot of things that go into it. Same thing with hunting when you go out, or you're looking at, at hunting another right. state you have to, you know, you want to spend the time, understand, uh, the size of the herd, you know, the amount of animals in the given area. Um, or you, you, you're going to go hunt with a buddy who lives in, in, uh, another area, you know, understanding what exists and what you need to do in order to either a draw an out of state tag or you, you know, buying one over the counter. Right. Um, making it a successful hunt is really what you put into it way beforehand
0: you know and i think one thing you know obviously drawing the tags the first thing if you're going to do one of these sure you got to work on that but you know outside of that let's just say you know you're going to draw a tag and you're going to go to a different place i i really recommend that you take the time and drive to that place and scout and this is no different than learning a lake you know, I mean, it's the same kind of a thing. You've got to go to that place and spend a little bit of time looking for where, you know, bedding areas are, where travel routes are, where feeding areas are. Uh, you know, first of all, does it have any game? And, and so imagine this. You draw a tag uh, in a place that you haven't been. You're spending a lot of money on this out-of-state tag. You're spending a lot of money traveling to get there. And the first three days of your hunt, you go to this drainage you've never been to and you're hiking your butt off all over the place and then you find out that guess what the elk or the deer are not here you just wasted three days out of the 10 days that you had set aside for this well, you know, th- for this hunt that you may not get to do but 10 a couple days t- most guys will all spend the monies, five days all five the money days you spent yeah. on yeah. it
1: and everything just yeah, you, because yeah. you weren't prepared because you yeah. could
0: spend half your time going this is the wrong place to be. Yeah, I need to, to be pa- in the next drainage. I need to be or- in the next drainage and pack up and move. And, and I happened to my brother one time, a long time ago, and that's kind of where we, we sort of learned this lesson. He went to southeast Idaho with a guy that uh, he worked with, and they went into this drainage, and there were no elk. I mean, the first three days they were trying to Yeah, It's not a 24-hour process to figure out you're in the wrong spot. It's a 72-hour process. They hiked all over the place. I mean, first of all, they had to get in there. It was a long ways in. And then they spent two days going, you know what? It doesn't matter where we go in this drainage. There are no elk here. Yeah. (laughs) But my brother one day hiked a really long day over and found elk in another place. Well, in order to effectively hunt that, they had to pack up their camp, hike all the way out and go back up another drainage and set in a new camp and you know so they lost almost four days yeah in that hunt not being effective and once they got to where the elk were um, then they did they did really well I mean that but that you know I talk about this at seminars I'm like it's a it'd be a a shame If, if you only had a week that's all you could afford off of work or whatever. And you went somewhere and you're all excited. The first time you drew this tag in eight years, and you go on this great adventure, and half of you spend finding out, guess what? There's no deer or elk here. Hmm. Yeah. That's a bummer.
2: Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, and we've all had it happen in one way, shape, or form. And it's a matter of, of you're right. You really need to make the time and go you. scout. You know, acquiring a big game animal—deer, elk, bear, etc.—really is prior to or prepping. That's that's really what what makes the difference. Makes the difference yeah. of getting an animal and not getting an animal. Yeah, for sure. It is is scouting. And you the, know, hunt, killing an animal is right. is basically done prior to the season.
0: Oh, absolutely. And How much
2: time do you spend going up in your local area, scouting, looking for animals, making sure that you know where they're at so that on opening day or, you know, throughout that week, you know that there's animals right there in that area. You need to know that. The same thing holds true with going out of state or anywhere else.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. And and even locally, you know, I, yeah. do, I do that locally. I know I'm going to be able to hunt in certain places because I don't need to draw a tag. So they're the places that I'm I'm going to hunt. And I, I try to get out there two or three times. And, and, and you know, um, especially for elk, you know, like bulls will be, summer bulls will be in different places than they are as they transition into late September and October. Yep. So, if, you know, like in my case, because I'm a bow hunter, we're hunting single bulls early that are still on summer range doing summer things. Yep. Transitioning into when they move into these different places where they're trying to find cows and they're beginning their fall activities. Sure. In different places and so you you need to know that and so if you if you scout in July for example which is fine to kind of figure things out it doesn't necessarily guarantee they're going to be there in September. So you need to kind of you know, you're looking for evidence of them being in these other places that you want to hunt. And if you go then and then go in, you know, later on closer to when you're going to hunt, that's the best case. Sure. You know, obviously, if you're traveling a long ways, you know, we're, we live in Washington. So if, you, if you're going to hunt in Wyoming or Colorado for deer or elk, obviously making several trips might not be in the cards. <laughs> so you, you want to make one trip probably as close to your hunting you know season as possible or if you're lucky enough to hunt with a friend who lives closer have them you know go there you bet you You, but you've got to area i mean that's really kind of key sure and then like i said the other part of this is uh, is you know prepping yourself personally to do this same deal same scenario you draw this tag first day out you go up the hill and you pull a muscle yeah we talked about
1: this with Steven Yeah, with Stephen Steven. training to hunt. Yeah,
0: right, exactly. And that might be something you want to go back and listen to. Yeah, it's if, the train
1: to hunt episode with uh, Stephen Don. Yeah, Stephen Don, fitness trainer. Yeah,
0: and, and he had some really great tips for preparing yourself. But that's a kind of a key thing. For so sure. so right now, start getting yourself in shape. Uh, you don't want to ruin your trip uh, pulling a hammy first thing.
2: Well, <laughs> it, it, it's not it's not only getting yourself in shape. Getting yourself in shape. Also equates into, you know, having your gear ready, right. and, you know, shooting your bow, spending the time knowing shooting where your you rifle, you know, when we absolutely, yep. you know, knowing where your guns going to shoot, knowing where your bows going to shoot, right. having all of those things ready prior to going out on this hunt of a lifetime that you're spending, you know, a bunch of money on mm-hmm. and, and time and effort and everything and making it, equating it into something that that's desirable or, or what you are, are calling a great hunt, you know, whether it's acquiring a, a, a game animal or not. Right. You know, well. you, you got to be ready for all of those things prior to,
0: Stepping out into the field. Well, let's let's face it. We want to be successful. Whether we're yeah. fishing or we're hunting, we're doing it because we're trying to be successful in yep. getting that fisher game animal. And so, if you're going to put the time in out there, you got to put the time in up front. Um,
2: Absolutely. To be, to it's not successful. like just throwing your jock on the field and because you're you're a yeah. great athlete and thinking you're going to run ten touchdowns. Guess what? You don't it doesn't work, work that like way. that.
1: Well, yeah, getting in shape isn't. Uh, oh shit, I have to a hunt in three weeks yeah, I start yeah. climbing, you know, saddle rock or something real quick. Yeah. Well, you're probably going to hurt yourself trying to push yourself too hard. People yep. to do get that. ready for that. And it's a gradual process. Yes. Yeah.
2: You, 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 it's like anything else. You have to have that desire to want to do good. Therefore, how, how are you good? Well, I've got to push myself and three months, four months prior to the season, right. I've got to get in shape. Yeah. I've, I've got to be ready for, especially when you're old guys like me
0: yeah you know
2: you well, have to get back into shape and, and and be ready for what you're trying to do
0: I think there's a real difference in being in shape versus being ready to hunt and I, oh, I yeah. talked I talked about this with Stephen too my feeling is you need to train like you're going to hunt because. Yeah. You use so many different muscles when you're hiking and carrying weight and carrying your oh, rifle and carrying your bow. Absolutely. Then going to the gym and riding a stationary bike or lifting weights. They're totally different kinds of yep. activity. Really what you're trying to do is build whole body fitness. You're yes. stabilizing muscles. Yep. You're getting your ankles and your knees used to being on uneven terrain. And so I think that's a really important thing. Train. And I always talk about this seminars. Train like you're going to hunt. Yeah. That's a key. Well,
1: that's one of the things Stephen said was, you know, if you're going on a, a trail run or something, bring your bow with you and then, you know, after a good yep. stretch, sit down and try to, you know, slow your heart rate and, you know, stop and take yeah. a shot somewhere and, sure. you know, work on it exactly how you would be if you were chasing down an elk and some, you know, timber. Yeah, yeah absolutely. That's how it's
0: gonna happen. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And you know, exactly. it's like anything else. You know, you don't when you when you play sports, you play football or basketball, that's what you're training to do exactly you practice you run your offense you, you know, run your offense you run day. your defense you play against each other because that's the when it comes game day that's the real deal it's no different now that you're an adult and the driving you're range. hunting the driving range <laughs> i don't think that's quite the same but okay well uh, no I, mean, I, got, I gotta golf, tell you it, it's, it's, golf it's the I, I can same, tell you that golf and it's the same are thing so similar oh they are yeah i got articles in the Mac attack Mm -hmm. about it. He, uh, yeah. Stan
1: Fagerstrom used, I mean, he was a good golfer and you know, he, there's a lot of parallels there. Let Mm -hmm. me tell you
2: what, Stan, Stan, (laughs) you, you guys, I, I spent a lot of time with Stan over the years and, and the guy was absolutely phenomenal at casting because he trained hours and hours and hours. Exactly. He could throw. He could throw at seventy-five feet. He could throw a small quarter-ounce plug into a little inch-and-a-half-diameter cup. cup. <laughs> yeah, I mean every time All because right. he
1: trained.
0: All right, Britton, I'll give you that. All right. So this is now golf podcast, or? No, no, we're not quite there. <laughs> I'm trying no to get a Taylor golf sponsors. You know, every time, every time we have a podcast, he's I always he's trying to get I know. the golf
2: thing. In yeah, there. but you know, he was well, he listening. was starting to bring up Halo. So I we know I heard that yeah, too. Games, it's but
1: like I'm talking about a golf video game. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> what well, I'm saying? Do it, they have a Halo there, golf when game? When you talk about rods, they use the same type of material for uh, golf shots. So I know. <laughs> <laughs> same thing. Driving range. You know, running up a
0: hill. Boy. Do you guys want some, <laughs> some short answers? Oh, lessons my God. He's, he's, he's dredging, man. He's, he's really going off the rails. Oh, he's dredging big time. Yeah, okay. Probably should end this one, Britton. No, <laughs> I mean,
1: do you guys have any? Uh, where Where's somewhere you have not hunted before where you had, you had to actually plan for it and kind of walk us through it?
0: Well, um, I At mean, a state I, hunt or something. Yeah, I just think about the first time I did a, a wilderness hunt in Montana. Mm hmm. Pretty rookie, you know, younger guy, never done that much. Grew up on a cattle ranch in eastern Oregon where we would just drive, you know, 10 minutes from the house and be in great elk country, shoot one, drive a tractor out there and haul it back down to the ranch, you know, kind of a thing. And so going on that first wilderness hunt in another state, got a tag, went there. That was a real eye opener. You know, we had. You know, one of the things I always used to say when I fought fire is there's a real difference between work imagined and work accomplished. (laughs) And so we imagined what we were going to do on this hunt, and it was real different when we got there. (laughs) You know what I mean? So we, you know, there, you really have, if you've never done one of those things before, I mean, there's something to be said about just kind of learning by school of hard knocks. But if you're going to go do something like that in another state, um, and for us here in the Northwest, you know, going to Idaho, western Montana, uh, even into Wyoming, there's some really rough country. If you've never done one of those things before, there's an extra amount of preparation just to learn how to be in the high country with food on your back and finding water that if you're not used to that, you it takes some time and you should read about it.
1: Yeah, there's a ton of message boards too that are pretty good at, you know, following yeah. up on and
0: yeah, you you should read about it. And, and when we went to Montana, probably the thing that surprised us the most, you know, having gr- grown up there in Eastern Oregon, grizzly bears. bears. Never really, never hunted in grizzly bear country. I mean, we're in bear country, but not grizzly bear country. That's a whole different ball of wax, dude. The, the, the
2: reason I cracked up laughing is is you know what you're talking about is the same thing that we had when we hunted moose up in Alaska exactly and big old brown bear or something you know oh you don't even know oh yeah oh i'm I'm telling you six seven foot tall bear grass and and trails you know that that you'd walk around a corner and you're standing looking at a at a head that is bigger than a 55 gallon drum you know that's got teeth that are like three inches long on both sides oh bad day Oh, it's (laughs) it's one of those things that, you know, you just turn absolutely white and you don't know, holy cow, what the hell am I going to do here? You know, and you start backing up on the trail that you're on and, and you, you know, uh, pretty soon you're, I, I, your first inclination is just run to beat hell. And you know that you can't, no, that's a bad, that's a bad (laughs) idea. Bad idea. Trust me. Bad. Yeah. And so, you, you know, you're backing up and, and. Uh, he is all you want to do is get out of that area yeah. I, I want to be gone yeah, that's, right that,
1: that's me coming across a gardener snake oh I,
2: <laughs> no I'm, I'm telling you what it it spooks the living hell out of you yeah. Weep,
1: leaping over the tomato plants to yeah. get back to the back porch. <laughs> no no this this, Br- this is we're talking a little different yeah. <laughs>
2: you know you we're talking about different different areas but hunting you know moose up there you know, you're talking about an animal that is, you know, a thousand pounds on the hoof, right? And even cutting it down and, and boning it out, you know, you've got, well, they're more than a thousand pounds. I mean, you yeah. you're, you're, you kill a good mature bull, you got ten trips it, of it, packing. It's, it's eight eight hundred pound packs plus a set of horns.
1: Yeah, you can. And, yeah.
2: and you're walking in in tundra.
0: Yeah, you better make sure your back's in shape.
2: Holy cow, you don't even know. Yeah, I mean that's that, a that's but,
0: that's but that's a good those are good examples yeah. of you, you better be prepared for that kind of stuff. Yeah. And um you know, Alaska, uh wilderness parts of the West where you're in bear country, you need yeah. to learn you need to learn how to camp. Mm-hmm. You don't wanna be cooking, you don't want to have food in your tent. I mean, it can be a bad day, not just running into one, but a bear thinking that there's food inside the tent where you're sleeping. That's not a good thing. So if those are all new to you, you should really read and understand how to go about doing, you know, a backcountry hunt or hunting in these places like Absolutely. Alaska. I mean, pretty much anywhere off the road is a backcountry hunt. So you, <laughs> you, better, you better figure that stuff out, you know. Um, you're in the middle of
2: nowhere and – a bear decides that it wants that moose more than you do. Yeah. That that's a bad day. That's a Trust bad day. me. It, it it's a bad day. Yeah.
0: And <laughs> uh you know like I said I grew up with uh, we just drove the tractor up there and used hydraulics, you know. Yeah. Lift <laughs> things off the ground and the first time that we had to pack something out of a really tough piece of ground. Yeah. I mean that was a that was a real eye opener and we weren't prepared for it. You know, I probably sure. talked about this before we had all these old pannier packs with the old was, Forest Service. Oh, the wood frame. And, <laughs> oh, <laughs> those pack, no pack frames belt, sucked. They sucked. And, oh. and it was like, wow, this does not really work. I mean, and uh, we've talked about this for you, know. that's partly why Ronnie and I designed a pack that works for us. But anyway, that's the kind of stuff that you need to uh, educate yourself on um, in order to be ready to do those things. And, and once you understand, I mean, that's just the whole thing. It's like anything else. Once you understand the rules of the game, uh, it can be very rewarding. Yeah. Yeah.
2: It every bit of this helps create the enjoyment that you're trying to get out yeah. of that hunt. The experience. Exactly. Right. Exactly. You know. You know the better you feel the the yeah. you know uh, being able to find game knowing that it's there uh once you if you do acquire something, you know being able to pack it out because you're in good shape, yeah. you know. All of that adds so, to that whole experience
1: so and, and making
0: a great experience out of it. And you'll want to go back. You yeah. want to go back so, so much. There's some good road hunting up Badger Mountain right now. Is that what's going on up there? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think we're talking about road hunting, but that's okay. Total the truck. Total the truck. Okay. <laughs> it didn't look good. It didn't look good. No, yeah. Yeah. No. he's, he's, he's got squirrels going on, running past it. Picture <laughs> of a car that got mashed. No, that was, However, that, you, that, no, that, that, that was, was a, that was his grandfather. That was yesterday. Yeah, oh. That was yesterday. Well, and you did you salvage? Uh, no, the
1: half of the deer was completely destroyed. Well, the other half would be all right. The, yeah, the shoulders old. maybe. <laughs> It, the thing okay. was, I mean, that was 60 miles an hour and just ripped oh. the deer in half. Okay, so we're yeah. talking. But, was, I mean, yeah, you can go up there. There's probably a shoulder up there in the I, I'm all right at now. At the top. I'm
0: okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm over it. I'm over it. <laughs>
1: I guess that's I one think the way sheriff to, actually might have came back and salvaged it.
0: That's probably not the way to prepare for a hunt. Probably not.
1: <laughs> but I'm saying, I'm already done hunting is what I'm saying. Oh,
0: I see. <laughs> 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 uh, that That's, uh, you know, those are the kinds of things... Uh, I don't, um. There's a lot of good stuff out there. Uh, We talked before about Stephen, Stephen Dawn, Mm -hmm. uh, personal trainer, uh, backcountry hunter, knows a lot about it. You know, give him a follow on his Instagram page, Elevation Fitness Training, Mm -hmm. and you'll learn a lot of things from him. Um, There's a lot of articles to be read out there by a a variety of people and so you can you can learn a lot by just reading and talking to folks you know and of course we would be happy to answer any of your questions as well
1: exactly yeah uh i think stephen actually does a lot of remote lessons and you know he he has a program where you you call in with he figures out exactly what kind of hunt you're looking for you know what kind of results you're looking for and can dial you
0: in that way tailors it to you yep and that's kind of the key. What works for you.
2: Well, you know the thing is is you're spending a bunch of time, a bunch of money, and you want, you know, what is it you're trying to get out of it? Right. Yeah, I mean if you just want to go there to just go there and sit and camp and and enjoy yourself, that that's great. That's great. Do it. But if you're wanting to actually acquire game and you want to get things out, you want to you want to do well. Right you know you've got to spend the time up front prior to you know hunting season is not just hunting season hunting season is nothing more than the coup de gras at the end right exactly you know prior to is what you're going to get out of it yep how much time are you going to put into uh, you know i've never anything i've ever done i've never had to you know, I never just lucked out and everything just worked out perfect. And,
0: right. you know, you you've, got, it.
2: you've got to put some time and effort and work at achieving a goal. Not everybody deserves a trophy.
0: Mm-hmm. No. And, you know, you, you've got to work at it. We'd, we'd rather be good than lucky. Let's put it that way. But lucky's pretty cool. Too. I don't know. Lucky's lucky Lucky's cool. pretty good. I do like luck.
2: Yeah.
1: I uh, do like luck. Bottom line is the... Uh, execution is in the preparation, yep. and uh, if you're ready to take on a little bit different of a hunt this year, now's the time to start looking at it. Or even if it's years in advance, I mean, you're trying to get a you know special tag, you have got to start preparing now. Be ready to roll. Unless you're blackballed. Unless you're blackballed, like Bobby, where the WWW will not try, Bobby, so he just has. <laughs> to Are we going to talk? For his no, backyard we're not going to talk about that. Oh, okay. He's, Bobby just prepares for his backyard hunt every year. And, you know, he's got it pretty dialed in. He squirrels. <laughs> yeah. He's got squirrels and unicorns. Yeah. So. I, I like unicorns, man. <laughs> I do like All unicorns. All right. Well, we will be back next week with another episode. But until then, we will talk to you later.